Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 297 of our journey. Today we see an emphasis on the state of our heart. We are called to serve God faithfully. We are called to humble ourselves. We are called to be grateful for the blessings that we receive. We are called to be persistent in prayer. Pertaining to the second coming of the Son of Man, we are warned that His appearing will come without great signs, just like the flood in Noah's day came without warning. Jesus will return to take His people home. Join me in Luke 17 and 18 and set your heart on Christ our Lord. Luke 17. Jesus said to his disciples, Stumbling blocks are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him to have a millstone tied around his neck and be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times returns to you saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. So the Lord replied, If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this black mulberry tree, Be pulled out by the roots and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Would any one of you say to your slave who comes in from the field after plowing or shepherding sheep, Come at once and sit down for a meal? Won't the master instead say to him, Get my dinner ready and make yourself ready to serve me while I eat and drink. Then you may eat and drink. He won't thank the slave because he did what he was told, will he? So you too when you have done everything you are commanded to do, should say, We are slaves, undeserving of special praise. We have only done what was our duty. Now, on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance, raised their voices, and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went along, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He fell with his face to the ground at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to turn back and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to the man, Get up and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, at one point, the Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God was coming. So he answered, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there. For indeed, the kingdom of God 
is in your midst. Then he said to the disciples, The days are coming when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. Then people will say to you, Look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go out or chase after them. For just like the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so too it will be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were being given in marriage, right up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, people were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building. But on the day Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be the same on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, anyone who is on the roof with his goods in the house must not come down to take them away. And likewise, the person in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two people in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Then the disciples said to him, Where, Lord? He replied to them, Where the dead body is, there the vultures will gather. Luke 18. Then Jesus told them a parable to show them they should always pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. There was also a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but later on he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor have regard for people, yet because this widow keeps on bothering me, I will give her justice, or in the end she will wear me out by her unending pleas. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Jesus also told this parable to some who were confident that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed about himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, extortionists, unrighteous people, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. The tax collector, however, stood far off and would not even look up to heaven, 
but beat his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, sinner that I am. I tell you that this man went down to his home justified rather than the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now people were even bringing their babies to him for him to touch. But when the disciples saw it, they began to scold those who brought them. But Jesus called for the children, saying, Let the little children come to me, and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Now a certain leader asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. The man replied, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was extremely wealthy. When Jesus noticed this, he said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who can be saved? He replied, What is impossible for mere humans is possible for God. And Peter said, Look, we have left everything we own to follow you. Then Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, there is no one who has left home or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of God's kingdom, who will not receive many times more in this age, and in the age to come, eternal life. Then Jesus took the twelve aside and said to them, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles, he will be mocked, mistreated, and spat on. They will flog him severely and kill him. Yet, on the third day, he will rise again. But the twelve understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what Jesus meant. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road, begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was going on. They told him, Jesus, the Nazarene, is passing by. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front scolded him to get him to be quiet. But he shouted even more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stopped and ordered the beggar to be brought to him. When the man came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. 
And immediately he regained his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they too gave praise to God. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.